What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people. Your presence. Okay, so Miss Maya Elios. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good to see y'all faces. I love what you guys are doing. Waking up early, stretching your mind. I see a few familiar faces in here, so I'm happy to hop in here. My name is Maya Elias. I am a business coach and the CEO of Built to Impact and Rebellious. Um, my first company, Built to Impact, is uh, created to work with entrepreneurs who have a skill set or an expertise that they want to package up into a six-figure personal brand or coaching program. And my other company, Rebellious, is an activewear line for people that just want to look cute in workout clothes. You might not even necessarily work out, but um, so those are my two companies. So today, what we're going to talk about are the four phases of business and how you can scale your business. And for me, um, I've been in business for the past 12 years. I've probably only really started really understanding what I was doing in the last seven, um, because you know those first few years, you're trying to figure it out. And so we're gonna talk about the different phases. And so right now I have perspectives from like the, the startup phase, because I'm now in that with Rebellious, we just launched earlier this year. And also talking about like the scale up phase essentially, um, because Built to Impact has surpassed uh, $3 million in the, in the past five years, we've generated over $3 million in five years. So I want to kind of talk about those different tiers of where you might be in your business. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be peeking at the, the chat a little bit. Um, I really like to see where everybody is in business. I love to be able to interact with you guys. And I'm not quite sure how long I'll be on here. So uh, Jennifer, if you can let me know in the chat, but I'll try to do as much Q&A as possible. So I'm going to share my screen. I like to do presentations so you guys can take screenshots um, instead of trying to take notes super quickly. So definitely um, feel free to take any screenshots. And I'm also doing, <clears throat> excuse me, a webinar later on where I'll go even deeper into some of these concepts. So it's a free training. If you guys want to join that, you can join at builttoimpact.com slash coach. But let's go ahead and hop right in. <clears throat> All right, so this morning's meetup, we're going to talk about how to scale your business to six figures and beyond in the next 12 months. I already gave a little bit of um, 
info about who I am, but to reiterate, my name is Maya Elias. I did not start out as a business coach. My first business or how I started making money professionally was as a web and graphic designer. In 2008, in college, I was creating MySpace pages, and then I transitioned into creating websites um, and then helping people create their content as I was building out their website. So that's been a little bit of my transition, how I started as a designer and then switched to coaching and um, teaching people. I pretty much grew up on the internet and I love it here. Like we are so fortunate to be able to have access to so many resources and we are so fortunate to be able to make money so easily with the gifts that God has given us. So I love the internet and I love teaching people how to make money on the internet. Um, I am a self-taught designer and I ended up uh, dropping out of college to work for myself. So it's not that I don't love education, but I loved learning it in my own way. So I YouTubed a lot of the information um, that I was learning when I first started. So I YouTubed how to build websites, how to use Photoshop, how to do pretty much everything on Adobe. So it's really important for us to leverage the resources that are available to us. As I mentioned, I've generated over $3 million in the past five years in my company built to impact by leveraging and monetizing my expertise, which is what we'll talk about today. And my hope is that you will do the work and push past the mental hurdles to become a multi six, six figure or seven figure earner. And <clears throat> the reason that I say that is because for those of you who have been in business for years, you know that it's not just the strategy that makes you successful. It is the mindset, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm overcoming a cold, but you know that it's, it's much more than just the business strategy. It's the mindset to push past your hurdles, to push past fear, to push past um, imposter syndrome. All of those little tricks that our minds play on us, we have to be able to move past those in order to actually use and leverage the business strategies that are available to us. A lot of times people will say like, well, why can't I just Google this information? I can just Google how to grow my Instagram. I can just Google how to um, you know, make money. And yeah, we can Google anything that we need to, but it's having somebody in your circle that can see where your mental blocks are, that's extremely important. So if you take a look at um, where you think you should be versus where you are now, a lot of the reasons we're not further ahead is because of these mental blocks and these doubts that we have within ourselves. So I really wanna encourage you guys as you continue to learn about growing your business, that you're very, very intentional about protecting your mental health, protecting your spiritual health, and just working on your own personal development. All right, so let's hop into my timeline a little bit here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I started making money back in 2008 as a part-time freelancer. I was creating uh, MySpace pages. I remember I was making like $35 to $50 per MySpace page. And I thought that was a lot of money. So when I first started doing this, I was 18 years old. And to me, like $50 was a premium offer. Like I was really thinking that I was making good money in college. And for me, that was good money. I didn't really have any bills. I was living with my parents. And so I started making money here and there, people paying me through PayPal, people paying me in cash. And 
these were my humble beginnings. You know, I was creating these MySpace pages. I was working with people who essentially wanted to build their modeling brand or they wanted to build their artist brand because MySpace was originally created for musicians. So I worked with a lot of musicians and and models who wanted to build their brand. And that's how I got started there. I also used to design club flyers. I used to shoot photography in the club. Anything that was like industry or entertainment related, that is how I got my start. And then I started learning a little bit more about branding, um, you know, after I was helping people build their brand. So essentially I didn't know what it meant as I was doing it. But then I ended up interning for a Fortune 500 company as a marketing intern, getting paid $10 an hour. And again, I thought that was so much money at the time. And I really started to understand branding and why corporations are so strict about their fonts and their colors. So I really started to understand branding and became a full-time freelancer. I ended up dropping out of college in 2013. Scariest decision of my life. But again, we have to push past fear in order to get to the next level. And this decision absolutely catapulted my success. I wasn't doing well in college. Um, I wasn't focused on my classes and it just wasn't aligned with the direction that I was trying to go in. It was a scary decision because how many of you would say that you consider yourself to be a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser? We're going to say we're recovering because um, we're not going to claim that over ourselves, but I really wanted to please my parents. So I am a first generation American to two immigrant parents um, from Liberia, West Africa. And African parents come to this country so their children <clears throat> can be doctors, lawyers, engineers, or get a good government job. And so because I was into computers and the internet, my parents figured like, oh, I would get a good government job, do something in computer science or do something in IT. And when they found out that I was dropping out of college to make MySpace pages, it's not adding up for them. So it was definitely an, an extremely <laughs> scary decision but I made that decision. Um, and as a result, I was able to focus on my business full-time and continue growing and continue learning. So um, in 2013, 2016, I was creating a lot of content back then. So this is when I started building my personal brand more. I was blogging a lot about freelancing. I was blogging about becoming a full-time entrepreneur. I was, I was blogging about branding and how I help my clients. And this is when I started to get noticed more frequently and build my brand. So in 2017 to 2019, this is when I became a six-figure expert. 2017 was when I finally hit the $100,000 mark. Um, and between 2017 and 2019, that's when I was generating six figures. And in 2020, um, my company went from three, about $330,000 a year to over $1 million a year, which is just insane growth. Um, but I'll talk about those different phases and, and what that looks like. So <clears throat> you guys are seeing my timeline here. <coughs> And it's broken down into four phases. And I've recognized with my journey and with the journey that I take my clients through that there are four main phases of entrepreneurships that I call the expert roadmap. I call this the expert roadmap. And with the expert roadmap, there are six figure milestones within there. And the first phase of the expert roadmap is the discover phase. Um, the discover phase is what I showed you about, like me freelancing, me figuring out um, 
you know, what I'm doing. And we'll go deeper into these phases. Next phase is the launch phase. And this is when your goal is to make $100,000 a year. So in the discover phase, you're making less than $100,000. Your, your goal here really is to just make money consistently to get clients and maybe even have your first five figure month. In the launch phase, you're getting more clear on what your offer is. Your goal is to be generating $100,000 a year. Um, in the grow phase, your, your goal is to take what you've created in the launch phase and grow that and get more people to purchase it. And the goal is to generate $100,000 per quarter. And in the scale phase, you are really boosting up what you've done. You might be adding additional um, streams of income. And the goal is to be making $100,000 a month or more. The goal is to scale your business to a million dollars. So I want to know really quickly in the chat, just based on the revenue alone, what phase are you in in business? <clears throat> just based on revenue alone, what phase are you in business? This kind of helps me um, tailor my feedback to you guys. <laughs> Somebody said discover as hell. They're like, I'm deep in the discovery phase. Okay, cool. So we have a lot of discover and launch, which makes sense. This is uh, very often where my audience is um, and I want to get them deep into the launch phase and transitioning into the grow phase. It, it can take a while definitely to get to the scale phase, um, but that's totally fine. And you can be extremely successful in each of these phases. You can be extremely successful in each of these phases. So it really just depends what you're looking for. Um, so let's go ahead and just dive into what this looks like. <clears throat> Jessica says pre-discovery. I feel you on that. Uh, Tony says, I've been in the discover phase for 15 years. I resonate with that. A lot of people, it's easy to get stuck in the discover phase. So we're going to talk about how you can move past these different phases. Okay. And a lot of times it just has to do with um, changing our environment, changing our circles, asking more questions, making the, the right investments within ourselves. So let's dive into this. The discover phase, you are making less than $100,000 a year. You're probably making between zero to $5,000 a month. You have a smaller audience um, between all of your social media accounts and your email list. You're between zero to 1,000 people. And your strategy in this phase is to use your immediate network. So right now you're probably making money through word of mouth and direct outreach, which is fine, right? When you're first starting out, and you don't have a large following, you need to leverage the network that you have. This is exactly like, this is the phase where you are reaching out to friends and family. Now you don't want to reach out to friends and family with an entitled expectation that they are your customers, but what you should be doing is asking your friends and family to tell other people what you do. Okay, so in this phase, are talking about what you do you're asking people to um you're asking people to share what your offers are you're asking people to share your website to share your social media <clears throat> that's what you're doing in this phase and this is how you grow so in this discover phase for those of you in the discover phase what you're likely um selling is a la carte services like one-off services or hourly services. So when I was in the discover phase, I was selling one-off logos, one-off business cards, one-off flyers, one-off web pages, instead of packaging up my offers. And so 
that's okay in the discover phase for a certain amount of time. And the reason I'm going to say it's okay during this phase is because your goal is to test what you enjoy doing and to also test what people are buying, what people are buying into. So your goal in this phase <clears throat> is to do as much market research as possible. And I think a lot of us, we skip past the market research phase. We skip past the market research phase. I see Lashana in the chat. Hey, Lashana. Lashana is one of my clients. She says, try, test, tweak. And I say this every week on our coaching calls because you're always going to be trying, testing, and tweaking things with your company. <clears throat> Whether you're making $10,000 a year or you're making $10 million a year, you will always be trying, testing, and tweaking. <clears throat> so your goal in this phase is to learn your audience, learn what you like doing and what you like selling and transition from a la carte to packages. That is your goal in this phase. Do as much research as possible. Now, you guys have likely heard, put a one in the chat. If you've heard people say consistently, you need to find your niche. You need to find your it thing. You need to build your signature offer. You need to narrow down. You need a niche down. I agree with that, right? One million percent, I agree with that because when you find your it thing, it makes it easier for you to sell. But you find your it thing by discovering what you enjoy doing. You have to give yourself the space and the grace and the intentionality to figure out what you like doing by trying multiple things, right? So this is your season where you try different things. You sell to different audiences, you sell different things, but keep in mind that the goal is to narrow it in and find who your ideal customer or client is. So do not get stuck in the discover phase being all over the place. You want to give yourself, <clears throat> I would say, three to six months testing multiple things and then continue to narrow down as the time goes on. So I need you guys to commit to that. Like it's okay to test multiple things, but you don't want to stay there. So your action item for the discover phase is I want you to survey your existing customers and clients, and I want you to ask them what they love about working with you, what they don't love about working with you, and get as much feedback as possible. And take note of the similarities. And I want you to also pay attention to the clients that you really enjoy working with, see what they love about working with you and see what they love buying from you. So you can do more of that in your business. The goal is to build a business doing what we love, working with clients we love. The ultimate goal is to build a business doing what we love, working with clients that we love working with. And the only way to do that is to ask questions, especially the people, the clients that we enjoy working with. Do your market research. And so you're going to have to have tough skin during this phase because you're, you're going to be seeking honest feedback. And just remember, don't take anything personally because this feedback is going to allow you to build a business that you absolutely love, okay? So that is the discover phase. In the launch phase, your goal is to surpass $100,000 a year. So in your launch phase, you've gotten clear on what you wanna offer, or you think you found some clarity on what you wanna offer. Um, and you are now moving from a la carte to packages or maybe even um, membership. And so your revenue in this phase is going to be around $5,000 to $10,000 a month. Your audience is growing. So you've 
likely gone from zero to a thousand to maybe zero to 2000 people. And your growth strategy here is to start building and leveraging your own platform, right? So in the discover phase, your goal was to leverage your network and then tell your network to go to your platform. You're telling um, these people to go follow me on social media, um, go subscribe to my YouTube, go check out my blog on my website. And now that you're getting uh, your immediate network and to go to your platform, your strategy now is to nurture the people on your platform. You need to nurture the people on your email list and who are following you on social media. So again, in this phase, you're selling packages. Um, you might be selling one-on-one -on -one coaching packages. You might be selling six-month packages. Essentially, what you want to do in the launch phase that's going to be different from the discover phase is you want to ask yourself, what is the minimum amount of money that I want to make per client? What is the minimum amount of money that I want to make per client? So when I was uh, starting out with design, you know, I was making $35, $50 per client. And then I got to a place where I was like, okay, I want to make $150 per client. So I'm going to now package some of my a la carte things. Or I got to a place where I'm like, okay, I want to make $300 per client. So I'm going to package, put enough things in my package to sell something for $300. At this point now, you know, my minimum is, I would say probably like five to $10,000. It's going to grow as you le level up in business, but yours, you're, you right now, like your minimum might be 500, your minimum might be 150, but you need to decide how much money do I wanna make per client? So every interaction is actually worth my time because your time is going to become more valuable the more that you grow your business. So make sure that you are um, getting clear on the minimum amount that you want to make for a client. And then you are building out offers and building out packages to meet that minimum. And then your goal here is to increase your visibility and sales. In the launch phase, you want to become more visible. This is why you start leveraging your platform. And so what you need to do in this phase is you need to design and execute a legit launch strategy to drive traffic to your best selling offer. Now, the reason I say a legit launch strategy is because one of the mistakes that are made in the launch phase is thinking that an announcement is a launch. A lot of times what we do is we package up our offer, we spend so much time and energy making sure that the branding is perfect, making sure that it's packaged very well. And then we post about it one time and then nobody buys. We post about it one time and nobody buys. And then we're like, oh my gosh, my launch failed. It was a total flop. I'm never launching again. And we give up so easily. And it's like, you did not launch. You made an announcement and that's not the same thing. A launch is a full marketing campaign, a series of content. It's a series of announcements. It's a series of building trust. It's a series of driving traffic to your offer. And a launch phase is generally about 90 days, right? And so I'll go deeper into this into my webinar tonight, but a launch phase is about 90 days. And within that 90 days, you need to be building trust. You need to be nurturing your audience. You need to be posting consistently. You need to let people know that something is happening. 
you need to be building your list. You need to be getting um, a list of people who would be interested in your offer. Then once you have that list, you need to let those people specifically know that you have something that can solve their problem. There's a lot that goes into a launch that we skip over because we feel like the work that we did to create the offer is the same thing as the work that it takes to get the sale. We think that the work it took to create the offer is the same thing as the work it took to get the sale. And that's two completely different things. So there's a difference between building out your package and actually selling your package. So your goal is to design to drive traffic to your best selling offer. And the common mistake in the launch phase is that people lose their grit and their hustle. That same grit and, and hustle that you had in the discover phase where you're passing out flyers, you're showing up to places, telling people about you, you're asking your, your friends and family to tell other people about what you're doing you're not showing up as consistently in the launch phase. And it's like, you have one good five figure month and you think that you can just kind of chill. And so what I've recognized in this phase is that a lot of people try to automate their strategies at this point. And it's like, you're, you haven't been winning consistently enough to automate anything. The goal for automation is to automate what's working is to automate what is working. And so an example of that is, you know, I teach my clients how to do live launches through webinars and clients will do one webinar, maybe two webinars. And they're like, okay, I'm going to put it on evergreen. And when they're not converting, they're disappointed. And it's like, you haven't done this enough times live to be able to automate it. You need to actually test the results. You want to automate things that are working and that are converting. So put a one in the chat if this is resonating with you. If you're like, damn, Maya, you're coming for me, but I've got some work to do. All right, I see these ones coming in. We've got some work to do, but it's okay. You guys are finding more clarity about how you can find success in your business and move from um, each phase and, and continue to level up. Okay, so your action item in your launch phase is to create a bestsellers package, right? Figure out, um, what people are purchasing the majority of, or to create some type of signature offer based on what your audience needs and what you enjoy selling. So create a signature offer or create a bestsellers package, set a clear launch goal, and then execute a 90 day strategy to consistently get people in the door. So the reason it's important to set a launch goal is because a lot of us are posting for the sake of posting without understanding how that post is going to make us money. Put a two in the chat if you've been trying to post three times a day just because Madi told you to post three times a day, but you don't actually know why you're posting. <laughs> right? And listen, I love Madi. I think his advice is great. And I definitely think we, we need to be posting more consistently. We need to be showing up. What I want you guys to do is I want you to post with intention. If you don't know that your goal is to get 1500 more followers so you can convert them, or if you don't know that your goal is to get 10 more clients, or if you don't know that your goal is to make $8,000, what are we posting for? Why are we spending so much energy creating this content, 
we're taking time away from our family, we're feeling burnt out, we're feeling anxious, and we don't even know why we are creating this content. Create a clear launch goal. What do I want for myself in this season? What do I want this content to be doing for me? I tell my clients, your content should be doing it which means people are following you consistently. They're sharing your information. They trust you as a go-to authority. It should be building your list, meaning they're signing up for your email list. They're signing up for your trainings and it should be building your revenue, which means they're purchasing your offers. And if your content isn't doing any of those things, you need to rethink your content strategy. Your content should be building trust, which means building your brand. It should be building your list, which means generating leads of people who want to purchase from you. And it should be building your revenue. So make sure that we're being intentional with how we use our time and our energy. Okay, so the next phase is the grow phase. And this is where you are, you're, you're doing fairly well, right? You figured out what people are buying. Um, you've been hitting maybe let's say seven, eight, ten thousand $10,000 consistently. And now your goal is to get more people to purchase that offer. And so you want to go from $100,000 a year to $100,000 per quarter. We really want to level up and grow your revenue here. And so the best way to do this, honestly, is just to continue growing your following. And so while in the launch phase, you're leveraging your platform in the grow phase and the tail end of the launch phase, what you want to do is you want to start leveraging other people's platform right? So you want to start speaking. You want to get on people's podcast. You want to try to um, get on somebody's morning meetup, right? And what's honestly going to happen here is that in the launch phase, you will have built so much trust with your content that people will actually reach out to you and ask you to be on their platform. At this stage in my business, I don't have to pitch myself because a lot of people are reaching out to me and asking me to deliver value on their platform. And so in your launch phase, when you're posting consistently, right, your content is what? It's building your brand. I've built my brand by providing so much value and free game that people now come to me and say, hey, I would love for you to speak at my event. I would love for you to be on my podcast. I would love for you to speak at my morning meetup. I would love to do a joint webinar with you. So your goal is to not only leverage your platform, but you want to start leveraging other people's platform. And the reason this has worked really well for me is because I've built my business without running ads. Now we run ads a little bit about less than 1% of our expenses goes towards ads and you can certainly run ads, but I'm giving you the perspective of growing organically. And I've grown my business by providing value consistently, creating shareable content and building high value relationships where people want me on their platform. So the goal in the grow phase is to get on other people's platforms and leverage your own platforms. And then at this point, what you're likely selling are group packages, um, group events. Um, I have government money on here because I just use this training to uh, teach people who are in um, a completely different space. But you're, you're going to be doing group events, group packages, um, or you might have an agency model for those of you who have an agency. Um, you might be scaling and growing by hiring other people to provide a service for you. 
And so your goal here is to continue selling high ticket offers or high ticket packages. So high ticket would be anything that's like above $2,500, right? And high ticket looks different for everybody. Some people think high ticket is more than 10,000 for you. It might be 2,500 if you're not used to selling things that are premium, if you're not used to selling things with a comma inside them. So your goal is to, is to continue selling high ticket packages and getting in front of more people and getting in front of more people. So in the growth phase, you wanna, you wanna leverage um, other people's platforms and again, I'm going to go into this more into the webinar. So I'm like, I remember teaching this and giving more examples, but I'll go into that later tonight for those of you who are able to join. Okay, so after the scale phase, then, or after the growth phase, then you have your scale phase. And so you are going to go from, your goal is to go from $100,000 a year to $100,000 per quarter to $100,000 per month. And so at this phase, your audience is continuing to grow. It really is a volumes game at, at a certain point, right? So at a certain point, let's say in your launch and your growth phase, it could simply just be a matter of increasing your rates. But at a certain point, you need more people to buy. You need more people to buy. So you want to continue building that trust and building your audience, getting on other people's platforms um, to continue increasing your revenue. In order to make more money, you have to either increase your rates or get more people to buy. And in the grow and scale phase, you need to be doing both. You need to be doing both. So again, you're going to be selling the same things in the scale phase, uh, group events, um, group packages, um, agency model, right? And then the goal is to make more sales without diluting the integrity and the quality of your offer. And so the reason I say this is because in the scale phase, you have such a high volume of people buying your stuff and you need to make sure that you have the systems and the infrastructure to support all of these clients and customers. You 1 million percent at this point should be hiring people to make sure that you can deliver the same level of quality that you delivered when you had 10 clients, that you can deliver that same level of quality at 100 clients. And so you need to make sure that you're building out your systems um, to, to effectively do that. So the common mistake here in the scale phase is not hiring the right people, not training people adequately, and not putting people in the right roles, and not putting people in the right roles. And the mindset that I want you guys to have as you continue to grow your business, I remember tweeting this, um, it was the same year that I had my first $100,000 a month, so literally like what? 18 months ago, it wasn't even that long ago. Um, I remember saying, I don't want to make six figures. I want to create six figure jobs. I don't want to make six figures. I want to create six figure jobs. That requires a different level of thinking and work ethic. And I now operate from a place of how much can I give rather than how much can I make? Because the more that I'm able to give, I have to make more. Right. And I think this is really important because I work with a lot of people who are spiritual. I work with a lot of people who are faith based. So I work with a lot of people who are Christians. And oftentimes we tie money to morality. And we think that the more money that we make, that we're bad people. <laughs> and it's simply not the case. When you make more, you can give more. 
you can fully step into your assignment when you're not worried about where you're going to be eating for dinner, when you're not worried about how you're going to pay your rent or how you're going to pay your mortgage. When I make more money, I give more to people. I'm already a naturally generous person, but I can really step into that value of generosity when I actually have stuff to give. And so if you're the type of person that wants to serve more people, you will need more money. And when you think about how big the vision that God has given you, it's going to cost more than $100,000. Because I don't know about you guys, but I know that I'm called to serve millions of women and that's going to require more and more resources. As I've continued to grow my brand, I have a live event called Impact Weekend um, where we had, I don't even know, like over 200 people to serve 200 people at a live event costs money. And so you can have the mindset of, well, I want to be humble and I don't want to make that much money. And you can serve 40 people, or you can say, you know what? I've been called to a higher level and it's going to require resources because that's how the way this world works. And so I need to make sure that I'm making money so I can continue growing my business, so I can continue serving my clients and so I can continue serving myself because it's also okay for us to build businesses that serve our lifestyle. That's literally the entire point. So those are the four phases, discover, launch, grow, scale. My hope is that you guys can take your business to the grow or the scale phase. Um, and not everybody has to go to the scale phase. The scale phase can definitely be tricky when you start managing more people, but you just need to make the decision of like, where do I want to go with my business and work to get to that place? And just keep in mind that your mindset is going to expand the more that you grow. When I hit $100,000, I was like, oh, I'm good. $100,000 is great. When I hit $330,000, I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna scale back a little bit. $330,000 is great. When I hit a million, my brain finally went, okay, Maya, you have a bigger vision. You have a bigger assignment. Like now we want to do 10 million. Now we want to do 100 million. So keep in mind that your mindset is also going to expand. Okay. So it's 8.53. Let's go ahead and um, do Q&A. I went through this really quickly. So I hope that you guys were able to take notes and learn. I want to know really quickly before we do Q&A, pop in the chat, what was your biggest takeaway from today's session? What was your biggest takeaway from today's session? And I'm going to uh, pop in the chat the link for tonight's webinar for those of you who want me to go deeper into some of these phases and show some examples. All right, let's see. Um, I know exactly what I want. I don't know how to get started hiring people. Lashana says launching is a process, not an act. You haven't done enough work to automate. So good. <laughs> Jessica said this whole session. Uh, the money girl says the timeline. I can't just create without intention, for sure. Uh, it looks like somebody took off from taking notes. Do you guys have somebody weekly in here that takes notes for you? Um, it's okay to try everything you like in the launch phase. Different phases of business. It takes 90 days to launch. Launch phase is 90 days. Does this work for artists? Yes. It works for pretty much any industry. Um, Rosa says, uh, Deuteronomy 818, God has given us power to create wealth and establish his kingdom. 
Amen. Amen. I love that. Thank you so much for popping that in here, Rosa. Mindset of building six-figure jobs. Mindset matters. It's a process. I need six-figure months. Awesome. Okay, cool. So um, Jennifer, can you let me know how this process works in terms of Q&A? What, what's the uh, hard stop time? Yes. So how long do you have? We don't want to hold you past 9.15. Okay. So we usually close out at 9. But okay. if you have a little bit more time and they have to raise their hand, which they're raised already. So okay, you guys cool. rock. And so I'll just call the names out and you can answer the questions. Okay. Awesome. So are you good till 9.15? I'm good until 9.15. Awesome. Okay, guys. And for those of you who are new or never been here, please lead with your question. Okay. They will roast you in the chat if you do not. Okay. All right. <laughs> so our first question is Rosa Bailey. Don't let the mute button win. You have to come off mute. Rosa Bailey. Good morning, good morning, sorry. Um, leading with uh, the question. So Maya, my question is, I thought, okay, so, oh goodness. When you're, okay, when you're doubting what you know to do, mm -hmm. how to, you know, okay, so I'm part of this morning meetup for last three weeks. Uh -huh. So I've been really a solo act, I feel like, you know, because of my circle. So how do you keep the momentum going, I guess, would be the best question. Okay. So thank keep, you. Yeah, of course. So keep the momentum going in terms of what you mean, like to continue. Okay. So for instance, I'm very information based. Uh -huh. So sometimes I have to turn it off because I'll get so information based that I am very analytical. So it's like, I'll get paralyzed from being overloaded with the information, getting too stuck. So I took um, almost like everything you said, I took the notes. I take copious notes. Yep. So how do you move past your notes? Yes. Excellent. Excellent question. Thank I know a lot of you. you. Yeah. I know a lot of you who are even like listening to this probably have a similar question. Like Maya, I show up to all the webinars. I take, I do all the freebies. I sign up for whatever. You guys sign up for information and you take in all of this information and you don't take action. You have to make the decision that I want to see a transformation in my life. I want to see a transformation in my business. And the only way you can get a transformation is you, if you put action behind that information. And so if you notice one thing about what I'm teaching is that for every phase, I gave a clear action item because I don't care about you guys knowing the information if you're not going to do the work. What you need to do for yourself is set very clear mini goals and set very clear deadlines. And if you can have an accountability partner. I think the reason that a lot of us stay stuck where we are is because we set these huge goals without breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. And so we get so overwhelmed by our own goals that we're like, I need more information before I can execute. I need to show up to another morning meeting before I can execute. I need to ask 10 more questions before I can execute. What is your next immediate step of what you can take action on? Everybody should write that down for themselves. And you should ask yourself this 
either every day or at least every week? What is the next immediate step that I can take for my life and business to move forward and do not despise small beginnings? We despise small beginnings. And so we feel like, well, it's not really a huge deal if I go live this one day, or it's not really a huge deal if I write out this caption. It's not really a huge deal if I do send out that text to friends and family asking them to tell people about um, my business or about my new website. Take small steps because it's those small steps consistently over time that gets us to where we need to go. A lot of people want to take one giant step and they take that one giant step that one time and they get no results. And the way I want you to think about it is like, who's going to get the most results? Somebody that goes to the gym and works out for five hours straight and then they don't go back to the gym for three months or the person that's like, I'm gonna start small and I'm gonna go to the gym for 30 minutes a day for the next three weeks. Who's gonna get the results? The person that is consistent and doing the little things over time consistently. So hopefully that helps to answer your question. Can I take that analogy? <laughs> I'm glad that was helpful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.